Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Body and the Beast podcast. Coming straight into your ears for the next few hours are your awesome hosts, Dan Meredith and Jamie Alderton. Howdy folks and welcome to another episode of The Body and the Beast. I am your body, Jamie Alderton. And I am your beast, Dan Meredith. How are you, Mr. Alderton, apart from slightly moist? Slightly, slightly moist. Slightly moist. Well, British summertime has kicked in. We're recording this uh, September, start of September 2023. And uh, yeah, after what can only be described as probably the shittest summer I can remember in a long time. It's, uh, yeah, it's warm as fuck right now. How are you coping, my beautiful friend? Yeah, dealing quite well. Um, it's uh, challenging uh, doing uh, jujitsu in. I'm literally sweating yeah. buckets in my pajamas, uh, but it's a good thing because I'm looking at it as uh, a weight loss solution. But overall, yeah, good. I've just come back from Saunton Sands where I've just been mm-hmm. a bit of sea, bit of sand, bit of surfing with the family and uh, feeling fully recharged, ready for a hectic good. few weeks ahead, which is, of course, what we're going to be speaking about today. And what is the subject on our lips, Mr. Meredith? We are going to do this as part of a one-two, and we thought this part would be the most important part to start with, which was taking time out to think. So I'm very honest, um, try and be, you know, probably can be a little too honest sometimes on the things I say on here. And thank you for those of you that slid into my DMs um, asking about the meme, by the way. So I think I've sent that to everyone now. Um, But... What I, I'm completely guilty of this. So I'm currently in, so I work in a, a four-week cycle. So I have three weeks on, which is pretty much structured, you know, day-to-day that I do the same things, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mixture of on and off stuff, and then I have a complete week off. And I was feeling a little bit um, stressed, a little bit pulled. Um, I was feeling like, you know, I was everything, you know, good. You know, business-wise is good, but I was kind of like, I'm, there's something niggling, something at the back of my mind. And I realized that I could, there was something there I needed to address. Like my subconscious was like almost like walking up to the, the, the front door of my mind and giving it a little knock and just say, hello, there's something here you're not addressing. You need to, you need to address this. And it, again, nothing's bad. Everything's actually, you know, on paper, really good. But I thought to myself, well, why is my brain keep bringing up these thoughts and these feelings and this stuff? And I, I realized I haven't actually taken time out properly to think, honestly, mate, properly, properly since 2020. You know, I take my, my afternoon off, I have time off and I do, you know, blocks of thinking, but an extended period of thinking to help me get clear on some of the thoughts and feelings and things that I was, that were coming up for me. I've realized I need that. And I'm more than, you know, more than happy to be honest with you on some of the things that I need it. But pretty much for me, it's like 2020, I've said it before on a few podcasts, but it's just a shit year. And it has just literally one thing after another. And I got called out by a friend of mine, which was really really good but you know as you say you can tell it's a good friend like we have our friendship as well you know good friend you know a true friend will tell you what you need to hear what rather than what you want to hear and she said to me I said about what I was doing and she said oh you're fucking lazy and I was like pardon and she's like you're lazy I was like how am I lazy she said well you're Mr. Get Shit Done aren't you I was like yeah so how are you calling me lazy she said that's easy for you doing things for you, getting shit done, growing things, launching things, putting things out there is easy for you. She goes, you know what's not easy for you? I was like, what? And she went, stopping, slowing down, thinking. And it's been, 
And and then, you know, when that you get that light bulb moment, I was like, fuck. And it has been pretty much one thing onto the next after that, whether it's personal, professional, whether it's, you know, business goals, health goals, you know, personal goals. I've literally gone from one thing, cool, that's gone right, next thing. And I haven't actually just taken time to, excuse me, to think. And now that I've done that, so this is, I'm recording this about five or six days into my week and the clarity I have is fantastic. So we're going to talk, and I know you yourself have had some, you know, you're feeling good and energized off your break. But again, the reason we're recording this now is because obviously we've got lots of people who've had a, you know, we've got kids, obviously summer holidays, absolutely fucked with your energy, your routines, your timings and all that kind of stuff. People have been on holiday, you know, normal jobs as well. It's been, you know, summer is harder to get things done, especially if you're into certain jobs because you have to kind of either either super busy if it's seasonal or people are away, people are on holidays and stuff. And we think you thought now would be a good time to basically to say to you, dear listener, about taking some time out to think and how important it is. A hundred percent. And, you know, what you just said there, I'm literally writing my new book at the moment and I've just yesterday was talking about misconceptions of discipline and when people hear the word discipline they think in their head of a soldier you know of of this uh, military person this person who is faultless who is just dedicated and and ticks Mm -hmm. all the boxes but actual discipline is about creating habits and routines that better your life that's the simple thing of it and it's doing stuff regardless of if you want to do it now the thing about that is that most people and you know we're talking to a lot of entrepreneurs and that you know when i when i'm chatting to people a lot of our time with self-development is getting people going but Mm -hmm. when we're dealing with business owners when we're dealing with people who are going who have plenty of momentum it's the other end of the spectrum, we're not getting, you know, we're not disciplining ourselves to get more stuff done. We're disciplining ourselves to get less stuff done and be okay about it. That's the real discipline. As you said, the discipline is to be able to stop and allow yourself to do it, even though you don't want to do it. And that's the thing, you know, that I found with rest and recuperation you know, and this is where a lot of burnout comes in. This is where a lot of clouded thinking comes in because you wait until the signs of feeling hmm. burnt out before you decide to take a rest. And it's like, well, that's just fucking stupid because if you actually took and disciplined yourself to take regular rest patterns of doing nothing whatsoever, you're not going to get as many of those burnouts. And actually the times in which you're working are going to be a lot more productive. And this work, you know, a lot of my brand is associated with body, brain and business because they all are exactly the same. I say to a lot of people, if you want to spend more time in the gym, spend more time stretching. Yeah, as I think the Abraham Lincoln quote, if you had six hours to chop down a tree, you'd spend the first four sharpening the ax. It's like, if you spend 20 minutes stretching and then 40 minutes of your workout instead of two minutes stretching and you know, 58 minutes of your workout, you're going to get less injuries and actually you're going to be able to you know, go to the gym longer. If you take more rest and days off instead of fucking working them every single day, you're going to compound it over the next six months and year, two years, get so much more fucking shit done. 
because you're going to be in a better mindset. You're going to be a lot, mm-hmm. going to have a lot more clarity. You're going to have a lot more focus. But actually, you're going to be working less, and that is what fucks people's heads up. It does. And the beautiful thing is, off the back of a rest, you actually want to do a bit more. And it also, so yeah, there are times where you do have to knuckle down and work and kind of put a bit more in, especially if you are, you know, it's that eponymous, you want to get to the quote next level. Yeah, slow and steady does run the race. But for some people like me, I need sometimes a, a burst of effort to kind of almost see the, the green shoots of whatever that next level is. And then it's like, ah, it's coming out. Now I can start to kind of throttle it down to something that's a bit more sustainable but i've realized because i haven't actually slowed down as much as i thought i had yes i have you know downtime and rest period but i've actually been really like harsh but with a kind eye if that makes any sense on myself and think right when did you actually last have a a proper holiday when did you last do fuck all when were you not thinking about something when you weren't processing something when you weren't dealing with something going wrong all right you know ups and downs kind of thing and it had been so long and I hadn't noticed because I hadn't slowed down enough to notice that I needed it. And yeah, it is, again, challenging as well with this sort of online world. We're always connected. We're always on. It's very fucking easy to let work bleed into home life, personal life, downtime, you know, especially if you are self-employed or you have your own business. Someone says, you know, you carve out some time for you and then you slowly start to fill it up with more work and doing more. Whereas actually, yeah, just like you said there, I already know that I'm going back with new ideas for things and obviously the clarity that I needed just because I slowed down and I'll be able to. So my goal now, most people kind of get dive in so, you know, as a recording, a lot of people kind of launch things sort of, sept- you know, mid-September, early October time. And I've been a part of that. You know, I've always wanted to kind of help people get on the kind of, yep, get people up and running train. Do you know what I'm going to do this year? I'm being selfish. I'm actually being really fucking selfish and I'm rebuilding a few things from the bottom. I am redoing some content that I want to do. I've kind of moved a few of my team around to do more roles that are more suited to them on things that maybe I don't necessarily uh, um, want to do or could be doing if they could do it better than me, basically. And I just thought, right, like you said there, what is it I actually need to do? And realistically, it's, it's about two or three things. I need to create content, okay? I need to coach my clients and connect with people. That's it. I need to do three C's. I need to coach, content, and connect. That's it. And if I just do that, you know, most days, obviously the days I'm on, everything grows. I create content, I coach people, and I connect with people. That's it. That is it. And I've come to the realize that at my heart, I fucking, you know, I love coaching. I love mentoring. I love working with people one-to-one. I've just been, I've got really clear and really honest on, you know what? I'm actually in a really fucking good position in a great place. Everything is, you know, not going to say fucking awesome, but pretty damn awesome, I'd say. And I actually can rebuild from the bottom up. And if you're thinking, you know, if you're feeling a little bit stretched thin or a bit pulled pillar to post, you know what? You're, you are, yeah, if you're employed, it can be a little bit different, but you know, you're ultimately in charge of your own destiny, your own time to a degree. You can change things. And it's like even the best of us, no matter how, you know, obviously I help others day to day and I love doing that, but I just realized actually I can do what the fuck I want. I can change anything I want. And I got that off the back of taking the time off to get clear. Yeah, 100%. And something that I've said on a previous podcast and something that I do a lot of is making notes of times where I feel at my best and feel good. Mm. 
you know, when I feel like, hang on a minute, I, you know, I miss this feeling. What is this? Or I feel really just content right now. Why? And I just make notes of what I'm doing, you know, who I'm with. And it's all of those things. And then the next question I ask myself is how can I do more of this thing? And a lot of it comes down to tweaking and changing a few things. And sometimes we forget this. I remember back in the day, back in 2013, I'd just read the four hour work week and uh, that completely changed my mindset on work because my, in my head, obviously never ran a business before. I was like, I'm just going to hustle seven days a week for the next 15 years and then retire uh, or, you know, make lots of money and then just retire. And then this new concept was, how about, you know, just maybe think about working for the next 20, 30 years, but only work a few days a week. And I'm like, that sounds awesome because the reality is, is the work that you're doing as an entrepreneur, work that you're doing as a you know, business owner, hopefully, and if not, maybe change this, is work that you fucking enjoy doing. So yeah. why, why have this mindset of killing yourself and then ending up resenting the thing that you're doing that you used to enjoy because you're working and doing it seven days a week, only then to maybe retire early if you're very lucky and then be bored. And it was just like complete change. And because of that, instead of working five days a week in my little PT studio, I moved all my clients to Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And it was really weird because I remember sending this email out, you know, really scared. And then suddenly all these emails coming back going, yeah, I'll take Monday. Yeah, I'll take Wednesday. Yeah, I'll take Friday. And I'm like, I've just created two days. All that time. And every single time I'm in my studio, though I enjoy coaching people, it's like this weekend mentality because mm. I'm coaching out on the Monday, but I've got tomorrow off. And the, here's the thing. It's not tomorrow off. Actually, what I was doing on those Tuesdays and Wednesdays was I was vlogging and doing content. And obviously, that's those Tuesdays and Thursdays got me hundreds of thousands of followers on Facebook because I was consistent with social media. You know, you're talking 10 years ago. Mm. And... Um, because of that, you know, having those days off, I was able to do a lot more in my business because I felt a lot more creative. I had a lot more energy and I had a lot more rest too. And, and one thing that a lot of people forget is that you know, if you are running your own business, if you are creating your own hours, the trouble with that is your boss is a prick. <laughs> He's a fucking dickhead, isn't he? Because <laughs> he doesn't give you any bonuses. He doesn't give you any days off. And, and you Morning, forget. boss. How you doing? Fuck yeah. off. Get to work. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. no worries. <laughs> okay, you I need to go. And... piece of shit. Get back in there. Okay, sorry, boss. I need to go and I need to go and speak to the manager. Spins around and goes, "Fuck you." <laughs> you got it. So realizing this, it's going right. Okay, what things do I need to change? Do I like my mornings to myself? You know, I think one of the things that. I, I saw a video on and it makes so much sense, of course, is taking Mondays off. And, and the, one of the reasons being is that a lot of people take Fridays off and think Fridays are a good long weekend. But for most people, Friday is a kind of day off. You know, it's that kind yeah. of, you know, kids go to um, no school uniforms Friday. You have this Friday mentality. Yeah, You don't tend to book serious meetings in and shit to get done on a, on a Friday as you're wrapping up for the weekend. So actually what makes sense is get Monday, you know, do Monday, get all the stress of everyone, you know, sorting shit. And then, you know, you know, it's like after a bank holiday, the, the week goes quite quick. You're like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You're like, oh, fucking it's the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And it makes me laugh because a lot of people say, if you are looking forward to the weekend, your shit is broken. I'm like, I completely disagree with that. Completely disagree because my weekends are spent downing tools and spending time yeah. with my kids and family. So I very much look forward to the weekend. So I very yeah. much do have a weekend mentality, but I also run you know, a business. Um, and I enjoy the weekend because I've always enjoyed the weekend from when I had a job and from now it's just like, you know, getting that Friday feeling is always fucking good. So you get to choose what it is that you want to do. And I think, mate, and I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like you have been, you know, obviously you have, you know, we inspire each other. I like to think to equal degrees and obviously, you know, your morning to me, to someone who's not a natural morning person blows my mind because it is impressive what you do. But I've also looked at this really logically and some of the things, you know, you said to me, we we're talking when, when Jay came to stay with me the other week, we had a good chat about just, you know, business and life and where we're going and stuff. And I was like, you mentioned something earlier about, you know, you know, carving out time for things and obviously, you know, focusing what is actually important. For me, I've realized you said, you know, you've mentioned about having your Mondays off. For me, I realized I start my day. I literally kind of wake up and then kind of like bang coffee straight into it. And all I've now been doing over the last couple of weeks is shifting my wake-up time rather than just hardcore going, right, I'm going to get up like two hours earlier. I've been shifting my earliness to now I'm sort of getting up more around the sort of like 6.45-ish mark naturally. And I've now sort of slowly brought an hour of me time and I've realized like, um, don't mind sort of sharing this, like the my, my, my ankle, obviously breaking my leg, ankle fucked up, all that kind of stuff. It's been kind of not getting me down, but after, you know, I have a few kind of big orthopedic surgeries in the last 18 months. First one, back on, literally back on my feet in no time. This one, pretty fucking painful and it's not, it's taking longer than I thought. In my head, I'll be like, ah, oh, a couple of months, maximum, fine. And we're kind of coming up to like my fourth month now and it's still not where I need to be. But equally, you know, I've not, been as diligent with some of the rehab things and things I need to do. And I'm like, hold on a minute. Like actually being able to use my body effectively is really fucking important to me. So I'm probably going to carve some time out. And if people interrupt me in that time, they can fucking go away. Like that's my time for me. And just creating some space to do the things that I need to do for myself and for my business and for my own fucking happiness, full stop, has been massive. I realize, you know, again, we all do it, but it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, with my job, you know, I, I get to be like an external person looking into someone else's business, life, productivity, wellness, all that kind of stuff. But no one's really doing that for me. And so I then realized when I took some time out to do it to myself, I realized that I kind of put myself down the list on a few things. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that anymore. You know, it's got a fucking chapter in my book, which is called Be Selfish. And I am not being selfish. I am literally optimizing Dan to be the best version of me, you know, pain-free, rested, having all my shit together and even just having tw- like, mate, I can't remember the last time I just sit, so, sorry, just sat and had a cup of coffee. And I've done that twice this week where I've just sat, no headphones in, not looking at my phone, no stimulation, just sat, looking out over the water, had a cup of coffee and it's been wonderful. There is those little glimmers um, that I just take that time just to pause for a minute and they're just random ones, just from waking up um, and you know, my son Archer's just jumped in our bed every fucking night. Uh, and just taking a pause to look and go, you know, just just this mindset for me is just like this is yeah, this is a moment that it will will not exist in ten years time. You know, yeah. won't, won't exist in three years time. Quite so, not well, I hope not. <laughs> I'm just going to make my bed at seven. 
Um, and then just coming out of the house and, you know, the sun is, you know, when it's got that orange hue coming in. Um, these things, it's just like, fuck. You know, these are beautiful moments, which when you're so much in your head, when you're so thinking, it's just that they're, they're incredible. And, you know, this is why I do like actually the nice weather in September and October, because I live by the sea, sunrise, the clear sky, because it's mm-hmm. all, you know, because it's not so, it's, it's, it's magical. It's lovely. It really is. And John, the thing is about it, oh, it's, it's fucking free as well. But we forget that because we're focused so much on making money. We're focused so much on paying bills. And don't get me wrong, that, that shit's important. But I tell you what, when you're grateful for the things that you are um, experiencing and forgetting and, and probably not focused on, it does make you realize that, you, you know, in certain aspects that you have enough. And a lot of the things mm. that you're chasing are for, for what or for who. Um, and, and gratitude is a, it's a fucking massive thing. But then being good at doing that will allow mm-hmm. you to think more creatively from a better place, which will in turn help you with the thing which you're really fucking stressed at at the moment. And that's trying to figure out your life, um, figure out your business and, and figure out whatever else it is that you're hopefully looking to do. And it's, once again, life is counterintuitive as fuck. Mm. Can't fix a feeling with a lot of thinking. You know, it's just, you need to get out of your fucking head. And that's when yeah. it, that's when it pings. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll give it sort of like a, a different take on it. You know, obviously last couple of podcasts, I sort of mentioned a couple of things that were just kind of like a couple of rib shots and stuff, which is fine. You know, life is ups and downs. And I think one of the things that, you know, it's hard for people to understand sometimes is that life isn't going to be good, happy, positive, awesome. All the time you're going to have highs, you're going to have lows. It's going to alternate between the two. Shit happens, good things happen, but just things just happen. And one of the things that I've been really practicing in, um, over the last little while, because again, it's very easy for me to throw myself into something. It's very easy for me to go, yeah, I'm going to write this. I'm going to launch that. I'm going to put, you know what I mean? Like we're, especially, you know, me and Jay are both very creative people. We create a lot of content and products and services. We, we create, we, we make things. Okay. So for us, relatively from a business point of view, that's quite easy. One thing that I've been practicing is in this thing, it's sort of tying in with this sort of time to think and getting clear is actually being okay being uncomfortable on some things and actually sitting in my discomfort or pain or, you know, some of the negative emotions. Again, not often, to be honest with you, but occasionally, you know, bubble up to the surface. So just noticing them and going, okay, that's coming up. That's something that's bringing me forward. You know, as I've mentioned about my leg, it was getting me down a little bit. You know, obviously I was in the best shape of my life, super fit, still in good shape, but not anywhere I was, you know, ready for the, the fight. And um, I can't do some of the things I was doing because of my ankle and some of the mobility pain I've got around that. But I was just, instead of, you know, just complaining or I thought, right, let's just sit with that. And I've been thinking about it. There's some, you know, personal situation changes, which were, you know, harder to deal with. And as opposed to throwing myself into, I've just been sat in it and just thought about it. I thought, why did that happen? You know, what am I going to do about it? Why is it making me feel this way? What is, what is, what is bubbling up to the surface? And the same with my businesses as well. You know, I fucking love what I do, but there's a couple of areas I'm like, actually not quite as happy with that as I once was. And that's okay. It doesn't, you know, things have to change and evolve, but I've been just sitting in that discomfort, which again, 
sounds counterintuitive because you want to talk to people. You want to, you know, get shit done, move things the needle. But I've just sat with it and processed shit. And as I thought before, I throw myself into it. And, you know, I'd much rather put all my, and I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm like a, an arrow being pulled back at the moment, ready to go. But I know what this works. But the thing is, imagine if I let go of the arrow, if I'm pointing it in the wrong direction, all that stored energy and all that potential is going to go flying off completely in the wrong way. So actually taking a pause, taking some time to think and reflect and think, do you know what? Is this what I want to be doing? Am I happy with the direction of that? Is that serving me anymore? Am I attracting the right people professionally? Professionally, that's not a word. Professionally and personally, you know, what am I putting out? Am I, you know, am I bringing the right people into my world or repelling the wrong people? So on and so forth. Yeah, it's been really fucking useful. And if you're listening to this right now and things are going a little bit off kilter and you're not quite happy where you need to be, are, I'd say, you know, again, as someone who would traditionally get an idea and just start fucking doing it, it's actually, again, counterintuitive, but sitting in that discomfort while you're thinking and feeling what you're feeling and just doing your best to process it as best you can and giving yourself the time to do so is massively important. Yeah, 100%. You know, 100%. And w- once again, it's this self-awareness thing. Mm. So uh, there's a there's a couple of family members uh, who are, are very not self-aware. And and it just it intrigues me. And, and, you know, a lot of people aren't self-aware. I, I don't know what the statistics are, but it's a very low percentage of people who are actually self-aware. And it's understandable. Okay, it's understandable because if you sat with your thoughts and wrote down all the things that you haven't, that you're unhappy about, all the things that you wanted to do and are not currently, it's going to make you very, very unhappy because you're going to have to realize that you don't have those things in your life and something needs to change. You either need to accept that you're never going to have those things or you need to make some really fucking tough decisions mm-hmm. to, to change those things. But what's the alternative? The alternative is to carry on ignoring it and living your life, you know, masking the truth of the things that you want. And what happens with that is it presents itself to you without you even knowing it. And how it presents itself to you is in other people's success and achievements. Okay, explain that one. So imagine, if you will, that I got, I don't know, like I, I got the job of my dreams. Mm-hmm. And instead of you being happy for me, you're really resentful because deep down you wanted to do that as a job. But for the last three years, you haven't been honest with yourself and you haven't been doing the work and you, you know, you've been creating all these excuses in your head. But in your head, you're, you've convinced yourself that you deserve it because it's easier to live a lie and say that you mm. deserve these things than to say that you don't. So what happens, and this is why people get a lot bitter, this is why a lot of people can't be happy for other people's success is because they're not dealing with their own you know self-awareness issues of sitting down and going do you know what i'm lazy do you know what i'm not doing enough do you know what i could be doing more because in order to do that as i said you've got to then firstly write it down and and Mm -hmm. secondly fucking do it so yeah and it comes back, it's like you either do have the pain of actually realizing that you need to make these changes or then spend the next 10, 20, 30 years having the pain of watching other people do these things yeah. and then and getting triggered. That, I'm sorry. 
yeah. Having that time off, though, is just such an important thing. Because, again, it is right now, as much as I, listen, I fucking love the internet. You know, I grew up with it, you know, in my sort of teenage formative years. Um, love social media. Uh, you know, really do enjoy, you know, the online world. It's quite fun. And if, you know, you, but you, get, you can, again, curate your experience and, you know, you can use it in a good way or a negative way. But I will say in between your, you know, your day-to-day commitments of work and, and family and so on and so forth, social media, is just such an easy thing to grab your phone, flick it up and distract yourself for a period of time. So for those of you listening, again, I always use this phrase when people say, yeah, it's all right for you. Yeah, it is. Cause I've, you know, spent 10 years getting to this point. And so, yeah, I can adjust things and move things and I can carve out more time, but you know, again, we've spoke about this before. There's nothing wrong with going on social sites. Nothing wrong with watching Netflix or fucking around on TikTok or whatever it is you like. There's nothing wrong with that. If you're happy with where you are, that's okay. There's, you know, I, I've got to be honest. I, I found a series on Paramount the other day and I've nailed, I think something like, it must be about 18 hours worth of content in the last, in this week off that I've had. I fucking loved it. It's been great. I've, you know, I've given myself full permission to do fuck all and just enjoy some content. Like I enjoy like creating content. I also like watching it and consuming it as well. But being honest with yourself, if you are if you're not happy, if you're feeling that eponymous some type of way, if things aren't going where you want them to be, if your business isn't quite giving you what it needs to give you, if your relationships are a bit shit or you're continually attracting the wrong people, if you're, you know, if you're looking in the mirror after you've been in the bathroom in the shower and you're not happy with what you see, if you feel shit all the time, you know, then that's okay. You're allowed to stay there. If you, if you, if that, if you're ha- if you can like, do you know what? Fine. I don't really care. That's it. But if you're not happy and it keeps, you know, popping up in little moments and it's often just before you're about to go to bed, when you are in the bath or the shower, when you're doing like a little bit of, you know, something like some shopping or you do maybe a little bit of DIY or tidying up or something. There's some of those little thoughts go, Hey, fuck face, stop fucking ignoring me, you twat. And they'll just ping out of nowhere taking even just a couple of hours just to sit with your thoughts and write out what's in your head, where you're going, what you're happy with, what you're not happy with, what you want more of, what you want less of, again, can be quite uncomfortable. And the thing is, though, you don't have to show it to anyone. It's just for you. Like, I'm really brutal, like it is to the, where I'm recording them at my, um, in my, in my apartment. And like, I work from here. And I've got a notepad that is literally full of just all manner of, things and some of them i would not there's nothing bad in there but there's some things that you know i want to keep to myself i'm not comfortable you know sharing them you know but i'm but like that's just for me so there was just some clarity pieces and some thoughts and some ideas and some shit that i wasn't happy with it's in that black book over there and i'm like as you said i can either stay doing the same things in discomfort you know not getting what i want to do or i can fucking change them you know it doesn't matter how successful you are how much money you've got, how good your body is, how great your relationship, whatever. All of us have stuff that we're not happy with and want to change at points. It's normal, okay? Something something else I want to challenge is this, it's it's okay for you, okay? Because uh, you know, something that you bring up a lot and, and a concern with people saying, oh, it's okay for you. Please stop using, not you, Dan, obviously, this is to our, our listeners here, but please stop using that. Because the, what that is, it's okay for you. What that instantly does as soon as you say that is takes any power that you have away from solving your own problems. And it's so important to understand why people say these things. It's okay mm. for you. Oh, they're just lucky. Or 
yeah, this, that, and the other, because a lot of people put others on pedestals, as in that yeah. person's different to me, which is why they have that thing. And that is a cop-out, because if what's harder to say is that person's the same as me, yet mm. they've managed to achieve those things. And for some people, that can be inspiring, because it shows that if they can do it, I can do it too. Unfortunately, a lot of people that sit with that is, I can't believe that they have those, they've managed to do those things and I haven't. Mm. Because it goes back to this self-awareness thing of, of actually sitting down and going, do you know why? Because they've done the fucking work yeah. relentlessly. You know, and it's only like people can easily say to me, for example, they're like, oh, it's all right for you, you've got 500,000 followers. I'm like, okay, cool. Bring up your Instagram. How many posts have you done? in uh this year and then you look and you're like oh nice 20 it's pretty good you know i'm just looking at my now 7417 shut the fuck up you know in the <laughs> nicest way possible i always say this success leaves clues and and here's the thing like luck's gonna come into it a lot sometimes you Big don't time. want that sometimes you don't want that I, i've said this before i i one my first year i won british championship in bodybuilding and i thought i was fucking epic and because i got so much success from an early age i didn't work as hard i didn't think i needed to i thought i was special until mm. the net two weeks later i got didn't even get a call out and i was like what the fuck really frustrated like, how can i go from winning a british title to not even fucking placing and it was like because i was shit yeah. The reason that I became that British champion is because there was four people in my um, in my category and the other three were shit. So I was the best of the shit four. <laughs> you know, and it's just, you see where the harsh realisation of that is. Mm. And the reason I didn't place is because there was 15 people in my category who were fucking amazing. And the reason I didn't place is that all those 15 were better than me. And... People just don't like, I, I say this to Eliza and she's 10. Okay. And I don't, by the way, I don't look at and go, it's because you're shit. <laughs> okay. Savage parenting right there. If it was, it's like, she, you call that a dinosaur. That's bollocks. That is shit. Yeah. So she competes a lot on, uh, in her dance. So she goes to different um, competitions. There's normally about 15, 20 in a category. They have two minutes to do a dance, whatever it is. And it is literally like a bodybuilding show. They get judged on mm -hmm. everything. They have to line up. They have to smile. They, they get the feedback. Some kids cry. But Eliza dealing with it all the time. Sometimes she gets first. She gets a lot of first. But sometimes she comes fifth or sixth. And when I'm looking in the audience, a lot of the time, I'm like, yeah, because she was better than you. And it, and it didn't, I don't directly say that to her. I'm just like, but did you, you know, they, their presentation was great. This, that, and the other. It's not usually with these things of going, how on earth did you give it to that person? The, the, you know, these dance competitions, these, you know, eight to 12 year olds, super, super talented. And I think exposing yourself to that from a very young age is brilliant because she's like, cool. Okay. I came third. I know what I need to do. On to the next one. And mm -hmm. that is such an important life skill to have because, you know, I think the reason that a lot of people aren't where they want to be is because they can't deal with rejection. And that is the name of the game. It's a volume game in anything that you do. You know, when I'm doing jujitsu, it's like, right, I'm literally getting tapped out 
all the time because I'm shit at the moment. But I'm learning from every time I'm tapped out because someone will absolutely destroy me. And then straight away, I will ask them, can you show me what I did wrong? And then the yeah. beautiful thing is they'll take me through it and I will learn. And, and having this kind of growth mindset and everything, it's going, it's being vulnerable. It's like, oh, I'm not very good at this. Tell people you're not very good because do you know what's amazing and very counterintuitive this day and age is such a... just people say, I'm not very good and I need help. And actually people want to help you more when you're struggling. But if you're oh, pretending mate, that you've got it all one. sorted, it is super, super powerful. And you know what? Here's the thing. If you, like I said, people want to work with and people want to date and be around people who, you know, people got their shit together. People like that. It's attractive. You know, you like you want to work with someone who's, you know, I would, I think it'd be quite fraudulent to do what I do um, if I hadn't been successful in business and obviously had, you know, years and years of doing it for others as well. Um you know, I think as well, it's, you know, you got to kind of walk your talk to a degree, but there's some shit in my life that I, you know, I'm very honest with, do you know what? I'm not so fucking good at that. And then I either realize, right, do I pay someone else to do that or help me with it? Or do I go, right, let's go find someone who can help me get better at that thing. And there's no shame in it. You get better by, by putting your hand up and saying, you know what? I'm a little bit shit at this. You know, I wouldn't have a job if people weren't comfortable enough reaching out to me and saying, Hey Dan, I want some help with my business. You strike me as someone who can help me with that. I like the look of you, what you do, what you're about. Cool. Let's have a chat. That's it. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, asking for help. And again, sort of looping it back into the sort of the, the overview of this is, is taking time to think, you know, sometimes you need to think to yourself, you know, some problems you can solve yourself. And yeah, you might be lacking a little bit of discipline, might not be applying yourself, you know, might not be doing the work. But sometimes you just don't know where the fuck to turn. And you just say, do you know what, I need a fucking hand. And that's it. Have you ever heard of the story of hermit crabs? Okay, do you know, is this where they line up in this line up the shelves? Kind of, yeah. I mean, like, Go on. so basically a hermit crab, it's a bit of an imposter, really. It steals shells and uses it as their home. But as a hermit crab grows and gets uncomfortable for the shell, it needs to go and find another one. And it has this period, and I don't know what period of time it is, but it has this period of time of being very vulnerable to predators between leaving the shell and finding a bigger, newer one. Mm. And when you look at this as an analogy, is discomfort, Okay, when yeah. you're feeling uncomfortable, when you're growing out of your shell, whatever it is for your body, your brain, your brain, your business, relationships, anything, there is going to be a period of time of vulnerability before mm. you find that new home, and of course, you continue to grow. And and I think it's it's a great analogy because most people stick in that little shell and stay yeah. uncomfortable because they're worried about being vulnerable in that period of time that it takes because they're so scared of what other people will think or do to them whilst they're going to grow. And the reality is, is you're not a fucking hermit crab. You're a human being. It's okay to be in this vulnerable state because there is no predators trying to kill you in that. In fact, the difference is is that there's a lot of people out there who actually want to see that person win if they're a good person. And do you know what? Yeah. Sorry, I think I cut off you. No, I was just going to say, I think that's a beautiful ending to today, really. I know we started off about time and carving out time, but that was just a really lovely little analogy just to kind of end on there. You know, you're not a crab, you're a human. There you go. That's today's takeaway. There we go.
Um, I was going to do something else in there. It's like I was, uh, I was channeling my inner Dan then, and I was just like, stop. Good stop. boy. Yeah, definitely so, threw you on the last one. <laughs> well, ladies and gents, I really hope you enjoyed uh, this episode. And if you did, please let us know. I love it when you message us. I love it when you screenshot the body and the beast. It does mean a lot to us, and um, it gives us the energy and drive to continue on. You know, we're up almost at uh, a year of I know. weekly past. episodes, past. Uh, which is which is super awesome. So I just want to say a massive thank you for listening yeah, to us. Sure. I hope I hope this has been a fundamental part of your weekly routine. And let us know the things that you enjoy us talking about most. I think I've had some feedback that people love it when Dan goes off on a dungeon and totally forgets where he, he is. So it makes you realize that the little things that some people are like, oh, fuck, like look at it as a bad thing are actually what people will look forward to. Oh, good. I'll do so, some more dungeons then. I'll throw a few more, more in. More, more dungeons. Ladies and gentlemen, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I have been your body, Jamie Autumn. And I've been your beast, Dan Meredith. Take care.